All right, what's going on, people? This is Jay, of course, once again with another episode of AOJ, the Corona Chronicles. <laughs> right? As long as we are all stuck inside, um, being safe, using social di distancing, I am going to use this platform for some podcast distancing. Um, with me today, I've got the one and only Kevin McNeese. Hey, Kevin, hey. How you doing? good. How are you? I am not crazy yet. <laughs> not yet? Nah, not yet. Sometimes I feel it coming. Yeah. But, um, you know, I drink a cup of coffee and everything is put at ease. There you go. Um, I've been crazy off and on for many, many weeks. <laughs> it caught me on a very good day. Uh, so this is so this will be good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. How's um? All right. How is it out in Idaho? Oh man. How um, um, how good or bad are things out there? Yeah, I think uh things are things are good. Um, but we're following the we're following the land of the entire. Uh, of the entire nation, so everything's locked down, shut down. Um, the vice is getting, you know, the grip is getting stronger. It feels like today parks are shutting down, and, um, but we don't have, you know, the West is kind of spread out more in the mountains area, and, and so the risk seems to be incredibly low. Uh, but fear factor is on full alert, <laughs> so we're so we're managing. You know, it's it's interesting you say about the West being pretty scattered because it seems like in other rural areas, it's not getting hit as hard as the rural areas in Georgia. Yeah. Huh. But like in Georgia, the rural area has been hit a lot harder than like the city. Yeah. Which yeah, I mean it's 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 serious, no doubt about it. I mean, I think the I, I think the fear is warranted in some cases, or just caution, I guess, is warranted in some cases. But it's hard to look out and go in a in a state of 1.52 million people. You have a thousand people who have the virus, and 19 people have been hospitalized in your area. Yet the entire economy is shut down and locked up for weeks now. Yeah, uh, it's frustrating. But it's where we're at, you know. I think those are the cards we're being dealt. So um, we're just trying to figure out how to live in it, you know. So a lot of people probably don't know that you are behind like one of the biggest music sites on the internet, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, like seriously, like I, I am amazed by the numbers your website. <laughs> your website has how how has how has this affected not just your site but how but how you work yeah no, that's a great question um i mean our our traffic is down uh which is something you never want to say out loud but i wow. think it's um everybody's very distracted right now so i think what we are doing as a team is really trying to do what anybody in christian media or um or the church is doing and that's present a lot of options for hope. Um, music is uh, just in incredibly important for a lot of people right now, uh, especially me. I mean, it's amazing how many songs have just popped, uh, how many lyrics have just come alive, and how much music is truly speaking to my soul. 
Um, and, and I think it's doing that for a lot of people. So we're trying to call out those messages a lot more and do things topically. Um, but most importantly, just try to act like nothing, like nothing has changed from a editorial calendar. We're still pumping out just a ton of content. Um, right. we're just trying to be a lot more intentional about what we're saying and, and the hope that's behind, you know, that that's in Christian music. So. Are you guys covering the the artists that have been doing like sessions from home? We are off and on. Man, it's so hard to keep up. Um, there's just so we we put together like some articles that uh, we continue to keep updating, um, but it's just so much going on in that space. It's really been interesting to see. Um, I also probably am a little jaded in that space. Uh, Why? Well, I... <laughs> I I love I love seeing creativity. Um, so to me, sticking a camera and playing from your couch when a hundred artists are doing that doesn't differentiate yourself at all. Um, right. So I I also don't need full production. I mean that's impossible in this space. But do something different. I don't know if you caught what for King and Country did. Um, no, it was amazing. I was I was too busy watching. Carrie Job and Tori <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know. It's hard. It's hard for me to differentiate about what's going on out there. But I understand artists are stuck at home like the rest of us. They're trying to figure out what to do, and they have an audience. And like, how do I engage this audience? So hats off to them for doing it. You know. You no, know, it's it's funny though. You know, you say that I see. Like in, in, in CCM, right, to use to use dividing titles, right? In CCM, I see that that's what they're doing. They're throwing a camera or an iPad in front of them and recording themselves singing the songs, you know, their songs, right? And then in CHH, the artists are going to TikTok and just making random, ridiculous videos. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. Or, or videos of cooking uh of their right. cooking like something different that like yes. shows yeah. another side of their personality yeah right and i'm stuck i'm st <laughs> i'm stuck like watching both like what's going on <laughs> <laughs> well it's like uh, uh are you wearing your business hat or family hat and that's one cool thing that's come out of this is i think a lot more artists are starting to show where they live yeah. uh, which is which is making them a lot more relatable um, you know, these are, these yeah. are artists who have a home <laughs> and kids <laughs> and, you know, spouses and uh, their life has been stopped just like the rest of us. So it's fun to see, it's fun to see them in their natural environment. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so many jokes. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm actually surprised that, um, with all the music on you release today, that um the traffic's been down i would think that you know that would be because it's funny with with us because you know that i also do the overflow podcast so yep. whenever we look for new music that has like a video to it because yeah. we, we add the the song of the week if there's a music video we get it from new release today yeah. like we've been doing that yeah. ever since we started the podcast <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and since she started the podcast, I said, hey, 
there's going to be released today. That's the <laughs> source to get like everything we need. And and the great thing about about your site that for us makes it stand out is that you and I know this because I know you um, personally. You do not focus on just one genre, one type of music. Right. Right. You you cover everything. Everything. And I know that you have a heart for the indie artists, which is a lot of what we what we throw on on throw on our show. Yeah. So it surprise it surprises me. It surprises me. Unless Yeah, I think it's more of a I think it's more of a reflection of just where we are as a as a society. I think it'll calm I think it'll calm down and our numbers will will plateau back up as people get into new routines. Yeah, you know I mean so, but yeah. we, we we were talking about this a little bit um, earlier, just how how much how much of uh, of routine we miss, and I, I don't think we realize, especially as as um, those that work and, and have that kind of daily. We wake up, we do this, we go to work, we check out our favorite site, we <laughs> we do we do these things. How much has been interrupted? And there's just a lot of a lot of instability in our days as a society right now and so i'll come back i'm not concerned i think it's um i think it's just an overall reflection of we're all trying to figure out where this new reality is going to land for a while so it's funny you say that about routines i know you're talking about routines so now um (laughs) i i have a little workstation um, mock-up workstation um, on the first floor. I'm in a two-story townhome. So a little mock-up workstation on the first floor, and I'm on my laptop and a giant 40-inch screen that I, I actually I went to to my office on Friday and I just unplugged it and took it home. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to put a newspaper together, tabloid-sized newspaper together, on a small laptop. Oh, laptop, so, oh, yeah. You know, I went. I I have. I use two 40-inch screens and one 37-inch screen at work. So I just took one because they're not using it at the office. That's a lot of screen. That's a lot of screens. Well, again, it's a tabloid-sized newspaper. That's so awesome. it's, it's design, it's layout, it's placement. It's also designed for print and designed for web. And I used to design and, and for and Fortnite and Call of Duty and TV we know, and we radio. We know what you're doing. <laughs> you know, I don't even play those things on, on the PlayStation. I have. <laughs> I don't even. I don't. I, I'm um. It's it's weird how real life goes into that life. So in real life, I'm always surrounded by a lot of people and voices. Yeah. So I don't like playing any of those games because it's open world. Yep. And it's still a lot of people and voices in that game. So. Yeah. I can't deal. <laughs> but what I was saying is. So I'm downstairs, right, and I'm doing my I'm doing my work, and next to me I have my son, who I'm homeschooling, mm-hmm. right. So it's like, well, I while Daddy does work, you do work, right. So when I'm trying to design, I've got a five year old like this. Yeah, how's that working out? I, I like that design. I like the design. Oh, I like that color. Oh, can you change it? Like, hey, hey, can you, <laughs> can yep. you do your math, please? Okay. Oh, you like this? Okay, thank you. Can you do your math, please? Yeah. Two plus two, thank Junior. Every, every, every five to ten seconds. Ooh, hey, I had to do a, I had to do a design 
for CVS for the virus. And forget about it. That was 30 minutes. Him, he saw it, and he, because of the news, he recognized that it was the coronavirus. And I was a 30-minute expert on everything coronavirus. Why it's called coronavirus. Why it looks the way it looks. Why did I make it orange, red, and gray? <laughs> wow. Yeah. All the right? And until all of this eases up, right, that's, that's, that's the new normal. That's the new normal. Now I go downstairs and it's coffee for everybody and breakfast for everybody and a little devotional time with the family. And then we have to watch Veggie Tales because because of that kid Shama, like right? Now yep. oh, there are new Veggie Tales. Okay. We have to watch Veggie Tales. And then my wife goes upstairs with our daughter and I stay downstairs and and that's the day. Right now, this is my this is my lunch break. Yep. Yep. It messes with your it messes with your psyche a little bit of like how is this? Um, because we hang on to what we know, and mm-hmm. it is very hard to let go of that for something different, especially when it wasn't up to us to begin with. That's right. the struggle yeah. I have. It's like I didn't choose this. <laughs> like, this was this was a uh, forced on me, and now I have to figure it out. Um, you know, I was speaking to someone yesterday. I was speaking to a pastor yesterday, and he said something similar to what you just said. He said they normally he he understands and he goes with whatever changes. He's real adaptable, but he's having issues with it now because now it's forced. Yeah. Like now, now it's not his choice. Now he's told that he has to do it. So now he's having a little issue. Me, I'm like. Oh, let me stay home. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would I go back to? I'm enjoying it. I, I'm asking my Can this be permanent? Like, I am, yeah. I'm loving it. That's I mean, awesome. the only the only thing, and I'll send you some pictures, is all of a sudden, my wife um, became a gardener, well, and now I had to build a, I had to build a box. Yeah. Yeah. And she's got, let me see, tomatoes, zucchini, <laughs> onions, <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff. Like actually, and it, they're actually growing. Like I'm, oh. I'm impressed because she kills all the plants inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's gonna kill me when she hears this. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. All the plants inside the house. She's got a she's got a black thumb, but apparently it needs to be outside. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, quick question: How do you think how do you think Christian music will bounce out of this? Hmm. Well, I think music is music is in an interesting spot right now. Just not just Christian music, but just music in general. Um, I think as a consumer, we're, we're consuming more of it, but the medium has shifted. So we're doing more video than we are streaming. Um, radio, we're not in our cars, so radio is completely like off the radar right now. Um, touring and management has obviously, from the business standpoint, touring and management has just been decimated. Um, yes. And that's probably the scariest part of the music business right now is... I, I know. <laughs> You know, you just kick the can down the road, but really there's, you know, it's, you've lost out. 
There's you, you can't really make that up, you know, in the future because you would have been doing that anyway. Um, right. So that's that's tough. But everything I'm reading and everything I'm seeing is keep releasing music, keep producing content. Uh, the audience is still there consuming it. And for Christian music, it's even more relevant than ever before because these are the messages people need to know that um, that's, that's okay to deal with anxiety. It's okay to deal with frustration. It's okay to deal with anger. But there's there's places to take that, you know, right. um, and especially in like the urban and the rap spaces that, that wrestle with some of these more specifics. Contemporary Christian music is a lot of... Um, feel good not really identifying specifics a lot of the fringe genres are amazing right now um yeah because they're dealing with these specific feelings of my world's blowing up what do i do with it uh, yeah it's it's funny because on the on the hip-hop side the <laughs> these have been the messages for years right so, <laughs> so you would think that <laughs> now yeah now it's relevant and just the same just the same as scripture i mean you you can read scripture from two years ago where you know you were at a different place in your life and it'll it'll come completely alive to you years later um, you could have read it three four times and it does nothing you know you read a verse and you're like i know this verse intimately but my gosh that like yeah that just came alive um, it's 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 funny um let me see i've been married nine years so 11 years ago like no lie 11 years ago we, my wife and i we've been together 10 married nine so 11 years ago i was homeless mm. wow. i was homeless i lost everything hmm. went from sleeping in a house an apartment to my car to a bench and wow. then um and then i was surviving on actually um i did this one last cry to god and i was surviving on church invites ministry invites Right. So um, people would invite me to preach at their church at the youth event in like different cities or states. Right. And ask, oh, you know, what hotel do you like to stay in? And I'm like, hey, I would rather, you know, you don't need to spend money on your hotel. Just give me a comfortable couch and, and a meal. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those things. And um, that was my year until I met my wife. And right now, with all of this going on, that's what I reflect on, right? So when when I get the phone calls where people are dealing with their anxieties and their doubts and whatever, um, or, or the text messages, right, that's, that's where I find my strength, right? Because, like, firsthand knowledge that in desperate times, that's when, that's when you could feel, like, the palpable help of God. And um, and I, I told this one girl who was like, like she was dealing with anxiety, like bad anxiety before all this started. So like, forget about it. So now I'm like, hey, like recognize, like faith isn't faith until it's all you have to grab onto, right? Grab onto that right now. And two days later, she's like, fine, she's great. <laughs> just like, you know, I just fell on my floor and and prayed for longer than I ever and. And yeah, I, 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 I feel that peace. I know that that trust. And it's 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 harder. It's it's not that it's harder, but no, yeah, it's harder. It's harder for us to try to comfort the unbeliever, 
Mm. Right. Mm. Because they don't have or they don't know they have it, but they don't know that they have the source of hope that we have. Right. So. All that to, to ask you, um, how has this moment of of shutdown and lock in and church online and all that, how, how has that helped you gain or refocus if it was ever out of focus, I don't know if it was ever out of focus. Um, the um, the heart for for the lost and the broken. Yeah, yeah. Oh, great question. I feel like I have been the lost and the broken, um, and oh. uh, I, I feel like it's been interesting. I've been an interesting journey. If we would have had this conversation forty eight hours ago, this answer I'm about to give you would have been incredibly different. Um, it is amazing, and it speaks to how God can work. It, it speaks to how instant he can he can change a heart and give that peace. Um, I feel like this pressure has been producing uh, really junky results out of me because my focus has been on how am I going to provide for my family and why can't I sit at Starbucks with my bro and just have devotions. And uh, this really sucks that we can't do youth group and I can't go to the park with my kids and my, my daughter is missing out on eighth grade graduation. And it's focused. It was focused entirely on what is being taken from me. None of which has anything to do with what God is for me in my life. And so my awe was on horizontal and then my personality was, how do I fix it? You know, I've got to create new things to do for my kids. I've got to create new areas of income for my job and my family. I've got to create new ways to um, to to reach out to the youth group that we can't connect and that dive into technology and all the stuff that's focused. And and uh, I, I read a book, uh, it's called Awe by Paul Tripp. I I want this. I want this book embedded on my gravestone. <laughs> like it has been changing <laughs> a dozen times over. And um, really, chapter four was just about refocusing your awe and putting your awe in Christ. And um, it was like this whole process has been a twenty-digit uh, code on a lock. And if you walk into a lock that has twenty digits and you know the code, you can get to it like that. Yeah. Uh, but trying to sit there and guess the code and okay, I got that number and I got that number and I got, that's where I've been the past six weeks, you know, eight weeks is that I hear all these Christians around me and these faith-based artists around me going, just believe, just have faith, just do this, just anchor yourself in Christ. Just, and I'm just going, none of this, that doesn't help. That's not helping me, <laughs> you know? Um, and I was doing a lot of this on the combination, trying to figure out, mm -hmm. well, what's going to work for me today? And no, well, that doesn't work. Now what's going to work for me today? And I'm almost there. But it was yesterday. I found the combination to that lock and it was like, everything just opened up and the peace of God was there. And it sounds so, I don't know, it sounds so surreal and weird, but I have been more at peace in the last 24 hours than I have in the past two months. Easy. And I think it's because I, I erased everything that I was focused on and just yeah. go, what has changed with God? Nothing. And how does that affect each of these areas of anxiety in my life? Nothing. Okay. 
He still calls me to wake up. He still calls me to take care of my family. He still calls me, calls me to do all these things. But to do that in the peace and rest of who Christ is has been game-changing. And I, I can't tell anybody watching this, I can't tell you that and have you understand it any more than I could have been. I was told that and understand it. It's something you really have to dive in and find for yourself. So the only way to do that is to is to start that path on, on trying to find that peace. How did you start? Um, I read. I, 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 uh, I, I go quiet. Um, I read scripture and I read books. And I think as, as look, if, you, if you're confused, go read Awe by Paul Tripp, chapter four. That's going to do it for you. I guarantee you I will put money, 100% return on investment on that chapter. <laughs> Um, and you know, there's probably better scripture I can point you to, too, but, um, sometimes scripture doesn't do the job. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, if, if you were out there and you're maybe like, I don't know, Bible doesn't do it for me. Maybe you need someone to put that scripture into a little bit better, clearer terms for you. It's all based in scripture. Um, but that, that's what really helped anchor me. And then, uh, tuning out uh, other practical ways maybe is, um, sorry on, on your world, but tuning out news. Uh, I have allowed so much news into my world and, um, I, I would center myself and the news would pull me away and I get freaked out again. And then I'd center myself and the news would pull me away and I get freaked out again. Um, news is not in the business to point you towards peace and calm. Not at all. They don't make money that way. Um, that's just not what they're. That's not what they're designed to do. Um, that might not be ill intent, uh, but, but yeah. So produce things in your life that that are designed to give you peace and stability. Uh, so that's been that's been key to me. Yeah, that that's great. That's amazing, and and you just made me realize. <laughs> You just didn't realize what is stealing my peace right now. Um, you just helped me realize it. When I went into the office to work, right, that's where I dealt with things. Hmm. Right? So in the hmm. office, I worked, news, 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 news. And as soon as I left, work stayed in the office. Like I yep. never brought anything home. I didn't talk about it. I didn't like look for it, you know, nothing, nothing. I wouldn't even watch the news or get a newspaper in my house. Now I can't do that. Yeah. Because even if I, even if I shut down my computer and I step away because of the emergency, I have my email on my phone, which sends me alerts to my watch. <laughs> right. So, I'm, and my wife will tell you, my wife will tell you, I'll, I'll look up at my watch. She's like, yeah, just leave it alone. It's like, it could be important. Like, yeah. it could be important. It could be, hey, we have to, you have to design a brand new front page. No. Right? Like, and then I read what the head, new headline is. It's like, oh, come on. Like, you, you, you're killing me right now. Oh. It is. I have 38 alerts right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's impossible so, to get away from it. Um, <laughs> But so, if you, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to read Romans one twenty five because this is a verse. Really, so they exchanged the truth about God for a lie 
and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. And just the argument there, it's this principle of replacement that every every sinner does is we quickly replace the awe of the creator with awe of something in creation. And that's really what we're doing. We're not, we're not trading peace. We're, we're trading awe, yeah. we're, which, which is what each one of us are designed to do. We are designed to be in awe of something. And if we do not put that into God, if I do not put that into God, I will put that into something else immediately because it's what I'm designed for. And right now the world isn't really offering a lot of great places to put that all in. So, but it's funny because what the world is, is providing a lot of people are taking it and using it as their all, like, a, you know, whether it's like sure. the actual, um, COVID or the conspiracy theories and the other stories that surround it, like that's, that's what that's what the majority of people are are consuming right now, like in tremendous bites. I had to almost on a daily basis shut my mom down because she gets an email or she gets something sent to her based on what I have no idea, but it freaks her out, and so she'll send it to me and she'll ask me, like, is this true? What's going on? Like, uh, you need to like not be that person's friend anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Real quick, what do you think of of artists selling tickets for online only shows? I think it's great. I think it's a brilliant. Uh, it has to be limited, and they have to make sure that they don't, um, yeah, that they don't share that content elsewhere. So, so you have to be giving your audience something unique. If you're selling me a ticket, you better not show up on your couch with an iPhone playing your guitar. <laughs> like, I want a refund. Give me, give me something uh, a little bit better than that, you know. Um, so, so that's that's the best thing. I th- I think it's a reality of my entire income stream, especially for indie artists, especially for new art new artists. My entire income stream on touring has been decimated. How can I survive and feed my family? And typically there's, you know, a handful of artists or fans that'll show up for 10 bucks, 20 bucks, whatever. Um, so from what I've seen, I like, and Hey, if they're able to do it, why not? Yeah, I, I, I actually, I, I actually asked because I'm trying to put something together for the artists I represent. <laughs> That's awesome. Want to make sure it was a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have I have a lot of uh, I have a lot of friends who I know have actually paid for those concerts, um, and they are huge supporters of the artists. So uh, it's a good example of why artists should always be working to build your brand and not right. just a listener on Spotify. Right. Because you get in a situation like this, your followers are going to show up for you. Your listeners yeah, and, on Spotify have no idea you exist. <laughs> so. and, and that's yeah, and that's why that's why when when artists come to me with um the disproportionate Spotify numbers. <laughs> right? right? I'm like in streams on your song. That's wonderful. Yeah, exactly. This, this like, there's nothing I can do about this. This does not make sense. <laughs> like this does not make sense. You have thousands of listeners 
and 10 followers. Yeah. That's that Spotify, is not a, Spotify does not build brands. Uh-uh. Not at all. So that's probably that's probably episode two with you oh, and me. Yeah. That... <laughs> oh, we can talk about that on yeah. one of the many other podcasts that we launched. Hey, we we <laughs> again now we've had to launch. We've had to start. So we've had to separate the overflow podcast into two into two podcasts. Yeah. Because our listeners either liked the first thirty minutes where it was the jokes and uh, and Joaquin ranting and sure. getting on his box, or they liked the last part where we're giving like the Bible study and all that. Yeah. yeah. And so now those are now those are two. It's awesome. And it's funny. The first thirty is very imaginative. I want a uh, I want a podcast of I want a podcast of you working and your son just interrupting you. That's all I want. I just want to watch that and listen to that for 30 minutes every day. <laughs> oh no, it gets better because because my son is a huge Michael Bublé fan. Yeah. At 5 years old. And we can't work in the morning unless I put on Michael Bublé. And if I forget, he is sure to remind me. No. What are we doing? No, you have to put you have to put on Michael Bublé. You have to listen to him. Awesome. <laughs> so, so funny enough, when I was interviewing Shama, they my kids know him as the VeggieTales guy, yeah. right? Because he, he did that VeggieTales remix song, and they came up here to say hi to him because they wanted to say hi to the VeggieTales guy, and he was nice. Like he he sang the VeggieTales song with them. It's on the interview. But as soon as we were done and I went back downstairs, my son says, oh, wow, you, you know a lot of people. So you know a lot of people. And I'm like, no, no, no I just, just have a few friends. Say, do you know Michael Bublé? Can we call him so I can talk to him too? <laughs> Blows mine, man. Martin, get, get like, to work uh, Awesome. No, I don't know him. But you know what? For you... <laughs> I'm gonna try to. Calls. I'm gonna try to get him. I'll make a few calls. <laughs> I'm gonna try to get him to see if he, if he'll be open to get on <laughs> camera with 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 you and you guys can sing together. Uh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I would quit. I would quit everything if he actually agrees to do that. I'll just yeah. sit my son in That's front of the camera so they can just have a conversation with each other. I'd watch that. That'd be awesome. I'll have I'll have no part of it, and then he could just take over the show. Awesome. <laughs> he could just take over, like right. conversations with Sebastian. That's it. There you go. <laughs> That's actually not a bad idea. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> if it happens, I'll give you credit. Right. Um, <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you, what? Because your 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 knowledge of Christian music is vast i wanted to ask you if there was one song that you can pull on for what we're all going through right now hmm. right what would that song be dude that's on the spot i know <laughs> oh man Um, dude, it's, it's, 
I, I'm not sure I can tell you one specific song that's like on repeat for me. Um, Switch has an incredibly song, incredibly good song out right now. Uh, Sarah Reeves has a song called Anxious that's really speaking to me. Um, uh, there's new rap Matt Redman worship album just has some really great honest worship right now that's just very it's very angst filled it's songs that wrestle with with reality right now you know um and i think worship worship typically doesn't talk to me as a genre um i'm I'm finding i'm finding myself hitting play on it a lot and just letting it be in the background um Maybe that's one of those spirit centering things that I'm doing and just really not realizing it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, sorry, I can't come up with specifics, but those would be, oh. those, those would be the two specific things. For I me. asked a question for an answer. When, uh, when I started seeing all the masks, right? Everybody yeah. wearing face masks, whatever. Right. The music. <laughs> The music video to DC Talks Consume Me became real. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Right? <laughs> so I was like, oh, no, we're in this video. It's <laughs> good. I mean, there's a the, – um, I was thinking about Matt Redman, and there is a there is a song, Run to the Father, by Cody Carnes. Okay. Um and there's that bridge, uh, you know, my, my heart needs a surgeon. My whole, my soul needs a friend. Um, and that song is, that song is speaking to me pretty hard right now. Uh, but it's called run to the father. Just that, just that idea that my gosh, are we, can we be any more broken? And why are we trying to run anywhere else, uh, but to God? Um, and then, and then just to do that over and over and over again would, would really help. So I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to look that up. I didn't I'm gonna be honest, I didn't know Matt Redmond had anything you out. Yes. Yep. <laughs> that that and Cody Carnes run to the father, his his album's good too. And I don't know. I think there's a time and place for all music. And that's why I love I, I love what I do. I get I get all different genres, you know. Yeah. Um, I show up on the weekend for a hip hop urban station and do voice tracking for them. And, you know, I listen to worship during the day and maybe some, some pop, but that's a great thing about music. There's, there's a, uh, there's times for it all. So. You, you sound like me when I was doing the, um, so funny when I was doing the, the hip hop stages for creation and all yeah. those other festivals we met, I did not listen to any hip hop at all during that time, unless yeah. it was on stage because I was working, right? That was managing everything, making sure everything was right. Like in my ears, to help me get through everything was only only worship. Yeah, and like well, now hip hop really deals with a lot of themes of um, of selfishness and you know uh, image, those mm-hmm. kind of. If we're all having those problems right now I, I feel like the main themes that we're all having are you know where do i fit uh what do i where do i go with all this i'm, I'm anxious i'm depressed i'm socially isolated and uh the, the place to go is god and that's why i think worship is a really cool genre right now um uh, because it's very centering on 
on uh, on on our path on where we need to be going. So I don't know. Right. No, that's great. That's great. <laughs> well, do do you do it, is... do it? Do it helps you. <laughs> hey, do you want me to be honest? Um, I think this is the time that I've listened to the least amount of Christian music. Hmm. I've been. <laughs> And, 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 and I say Christian music because, I mean, as a whole, I haven't been listening to anything except for Buble in the mornings. <laughs> is Buble centering you, Jay? Is that... <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> he's, he's actually <laughs> driving me a little bit crazy right now. But my son sits there, he works and he sings. But I, um, what I've been doing is cooking with my wife, something that we didn't have time to do before. Yeah. And I've been doing a lot of reading. Yep. A yep. lot of reading. Like I've I've even taken old books that I haven't seen in a long time in years, and see them in my bookshelf. It's like, oh yeah, that was a good read. Let me see if I can find anything there during this time, right? Yeah. So yeah. that's that's what I've been doing: working, reading, and really realizing that um that we can be among our family at times and not be with our family. Yep. Yep. Right. So I've been focused on being with my family as much as I can. And so like we eat together. Like I said, my wife and I cook together breakfast, not lunch, because she's her company is based out of California. So they do yep. a lot of video conferences. Yep. Yep. So I'll make lunch for the kids and for her. And then like right now, I'm getting off this and running downstairs so that we can cook together. It's awesome. Right. And that has actually been helping me because, you know, the life, I mean, between managing artists and booking and all that, like I am out a lot. And sometimes when I'm home, I'm still out because on the phone, texting and emailing and making sure things get done. But as you said, right now for managers, there's nothing going on. I've been able to um, I've been able to <laughs> to make sure that all of almost all of the events that I was able to find my artists gotten pushed back for for next year. So now they have confirmed events for next year, and um, and now still just doing life with them, making sure they're okay, right? Because the difference between the artists that I manage now. And a few that I used to before is that these are people that that whether or not I was managing them, we would still be doing life together. Right. So it makes it easier. So it's still checkups and, and seeing how everybody's doing. And yeah, so that's it. Thank you. Thank you for sharing 40 minutes out of your quarantine time with me. <laughs> yeah. What else are we doing? Right. We don't have anything going on. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, but it's, it's, no, it's, it's good. good to talk. It's course. good. I've, I've been able to connect with people in different different walks, right? And just to see one how everybody's doing. Yeah. And then also like what what are they doing to <laughs> to see how, how we're all coping yeah. and turning toward God in our different ways during this time of quarantine. 
Well, I appreciate you being honest. And I think that's the biggest thing is, uh, you know, at least for me, even though I knew it wasn't where I needed to be, I was honest with people. Um, and I just kept trying, I just kept trying to, to center and, um, not losing, not losing hope that, that God would center me. Yeah. So yeah. just, you know, encouragement, be honest and give yourself grace. If you're not feeling it, it's okay. Um, you know, and, uh, and keep reaching out to people and be, uh, be, be praying. We all find that. So, yeah, that's, that's my prayer. Every night I, um, I get the kids together and we all like a, let's see, like a general prayer for the world, right? Like God, the whole world needs, needs you now more than ever. Yep. And then I have to explain what that means because they're five and three. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> but anyway, cool. Kevin, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Give a hello from me to everybody on your side. And again, I know you're your way out there in, in the West, but you need something, I'm going to text away. All right, man. All right. God bless. Talk to you. See you.